It's outside the box, trying to respect those who I think may be going in the wrong direction. Today's topic is depolarization. Our country seems quite divided these days between left and right, Democrats and Republicans, or wherever there are two apparently opposing ideas. And the numbers between pro and con sometimes appear pretty evenly divided, at least if we look at the makeup of Congress. But I think the problem is not that we disagree. Rather, it is how we disagree. We used to disagree, but sometimes managed to find common ground where ideas came together. We used to disagree, but could accept defeat. We used to disagree, but could acknowledge a different viewpoint, or at least empathize with it. We used to disagree in person. Now we use social media. When it comes to government, more politicians are playing hardball. My way or the highway. More diversity in Congress, too, so it's easier to disagree with someone who looks and sounds different. Gridlock is better than compromise or letting someone else have their way. Power politics has descended from Washington, D.C. to the state level and now local as well. The January 6th insurrection, gerrymandering, election deniers, banning books. Polarization has been cranked up several notches. The makeshift coffee house tries to depolarize. It's, quote, a place where people with different views talk to each other with, with respect, end quote. And, quote, it's not about persuading or converting each other or about condemning each other. It's simply about learning each other's perspectives, end quote. Facilitator Craig Freshly of Brunswick, Maine, began these moderated in-person events, bringing together people on opposite sides to listen respectfully to those they disagree with and to look for points of agreement. One example, a moderated discussion between an immigrant, a librarian, a police chief, and a person experienced in demonstrations on the question, is violent protest ever justified? While no group decisions were made, all understood each other's viewpoint better. It's an effective one-to-one approach for reducing the tension level of controversial issues. There are groups promoting conflict resolution and negotiation over disagreements, but I did, and I did find one, but only one organization devoted to depolarizing political differences. That's Building Bridges, Maine. Their goal, more talking with and less yelling at each other, especially on social media, and, quote, committed to working together even when we disagree, end quote. Building Bridges, Maine, or BBM, holds one online meeting each month on the fourth Monday. Topics have included voting integrity and education curricula, such as critical race theory and sexuality education. 
BBM is a main affiliate of Braver Angels, a national group whose goal is depolarization. And it has a large list of core principles, which it calls Articles of Alliance that it follows. For example, change main political dynamics to mirror core values, vision, and goals. Break the cycle of polarized behavior. Principled conduct is prized and rewarded above personal benefit. And strengthen and build upon areas of common ground. Great principles from Building Bridges, Maine, but easier said than done. Can we hang on to principled beliefs without polarizing those who disagree? Should we? Can we all follow these methods of depolarizing issues? Can politicians do it? How do you resolve a disagreement with someone else? Are you depolarizing the situation? I'm Larry Danzinger, willing to respect others' beliefs, whether they'll respect mine or not. <laughs>